with a cane pole in his hand. Pocket full of trim sitting down by the street. But needs him to cope his play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. All right, that brings us in. Welcome to the bunkhouse. It's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or you can reach us all week, 24-7, 365, on our, your favorite podcast download. You can catch the old shows. I wasn't here last week, so uh, you probably want to hear that one over again. <laughs> Uh, this morning, we have a little treat. We have Miss Sandra Graney in the house. Good morning. Yep. She is, uh, she's got her fancy hair today she, uh, <laughs> with her headphones. And we got uh, John Michael is running around the back trying to uh, get the generator started. And uh, uh, there's Road Rash. He's in, the, uh, in our little portable building out there where he's twisting wires and putting up that tinfoil. And making everything uh, uh, work across the airwaves. How you doing this morning, Road Rush? I'm doing great, man. Happy to be here. Hey, do we even know why you got that the, that nickname, Road Rash? I I was wondering that on the way in too. Um, I think it was just impromptu. I think TJ literally just said you need a nickname, and that was it. And it just kind of <laughs> fell out. Right? It just stuck. Yeah, I mean, if it works, it works, though, right? Nothing like you fell off a motorcycle. You need to just like make up a story. Oh yeah, there, I'm, we can get a legend going. We just, <laughs> you know, we got to get our story straight so we, that way we all say the same. We That's can, right. We can backfill that. Yeah, and like I said, John Michael was in last week, and I heard he did really well. And it's not often that a uh, young man of his age will uh, stick his neck out. And go on the radio and talk, and I hear he did a good job. He did do a good job. Well, I, I would say more that it's not often that a young man at 23 would be getting up at this time in the morning to go well, I think that, radio show. I think that's it right now, exactly. <laughs> so you're probably wondering why you're hearing these strange voices instead of TJ and Cody Ryan. They're out fishing in mm -hmm. a real live men's fishing tournament. Mm -hmm. Do you know where they are? Do you have any idea? Mm, I thought it was somewhere Oklahoma. about three and a half hours away. <laughs> so I know I don't pay attention half the time anymore. So he, he's not going to show up. Basically, is no. what you're saying. He no. won't be here. But I know that uh, he's really proud. They were uh, 
I guess he TJ's working as a co-angler, right? Yes. The back of the boat. Yes. With and uh, I, Cody. Uh, I heard he caught four of the five fish they kept yesterday. So, Man, he may TJ be smoking Cody. I don't know. <laughs> nah. Well, no, actually, I've seen a maturity in Cody in that aspect. Uh, you know, he uh, very competitive young man. Sure, like him a lot. Sure, uh, love him as a. Well, I'll just call him my stepbrother. Your step, because that's how we act with each other, <laughs> even though we're not really. It's like that movie. But, <laughs> Definitely like the movie. Yes, but uh, in that, what he's most concerned about is his boat get yeah. catching fish yeah right it's a, and it doesn't yeah, matter if tj in fact i think i saw a video where he pointed at him and said i brought my secret weapon mm-hmm. and i don't know what tj was doing with his hands uh, and yeah, fingers and all that was... stuff but he's having a blast we were in uh mexico tj and i got to go down to the senderos yes and i don't know if they talked about that last week i was out shooting deer no what i heard is whatever happened there stays there uh, oh, i don't know we aren't going to talk about the cartel <laughs> and, and all yeah. of the... usually he doesn't tell me about the things that happened on the trip just because he knows i would freak out but did he, he tell you about uh, our, did he tell you about the uh the tire that i got a a flat no oh Mm-mm. yeah and uh, they're like, oh, don't worry, senior, we'll take care of it. And it's the next thing I know, there's about five guys that are ranch hands that are over. But it was when we drove in. I mean, we, you know, you drive about 40 miles over the border. Yeah. Down, down through. We went over a uh, cattle guard and uh, all of a sudden my light sensor went on that said, you're tires low. Oh, great. And so as I pulled in right in front of the Rio Rancho, uh, you know, estate down there and the beautiful place in the middle of nowhere yeah uh i got out and it was just going down so there were angels following us because i would not want to be he reminded me of one of those um uh man like the patriot and one of those uh you know movies where you are all in those suvs and everybody's flying really fast you know as and we had a lead person and we were like go 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 through the the uh the checkpoints and they would check check in the first one, and then they just wave in the rest of them. Oh. And I thought, man, if we were if we got a flat tire on the way, and of course That's the scary. biggest job was trying to figure out how to get all the ammunition, all the shells, all the guns out of my vehicle. DJ called me, hey, by the way, you're going to drive, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty tall order, you know. <laughs> I got to go sweep this thing. So I mean, it was uh, it was under the seats because it's bad juju. If you have ammunition down there. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, one of the guys told us a story about a outfitter or a guy that shot a deer in January. He came back in July and the border was closed for nationals, Mexican nationals to go across. So this guy had to go across. He had three bullets down in the back seat of, a, of the third seat in his Suburban. He got arrested. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 48 hours in jail. And, uh, oh, and you don't want to end he, up in a Mexican jail, huh? Oh, I don't know. Tell us about your I, experience, no, Sandra. <laughs> Did you go to Tijuana or something? Used to go to Nuevo Laredo oh, all the yeah. time. But. Well, that's a little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they ended up, he told me the fast way to do it is to uh, pay $5,000 to a Mexican lawyer, and uh, he'll represent you, and then uh, there's a $10,000 payout or fee for the DA, and you are then released. Wow. Or you can go through the whole, 
you know, Regular sentencing and all that stuff. Process that you'll be. And stuck I think there. most people would probably pick. Okay, but I was like, do I? Who do I call if I need fifteen grand? <laughs> do I call you? You call TJ since he asked you to drive. <laughs> TJ would be right there with me, oh, so that's I don't true. know. I guess you'd call we, me, and then I'd have to think about it. You'd have to go sell do. some of his guns <laughs> right? or something. Yes. Is that right? Oh <laughs> man! Right. So, Miss Sandra, you're you're in the house today. You, this is like once a year. You just got to do it. Don't I know. You? I love it. I actually do love it. Do you really? I do. We yeah, the be drive's careful. a little different now, but yeah, no, it's fun. Yeah, we're going to talk about that on Dirt Talk, about your whole city life versus country life. Yes. And uh, it's a little bit like that Green Acres show it where is. the lady, that fancy lady that comes in and goes to the, <laughs> you know, to the farm. And uh, do you remember that show? I do. I uh, do. Yep. I'm, was... I'm of the age that I remember that show. Yes. And John Michael's going to, you know, he's doing the show again, like we talked about. He's still out there trying to... Fix the toilet. Fix the gate or something. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. You never know what these young guys are doing. And today we also are going to, I didn't get a chance last week to uh, talk about Veterans Day. And I really want to salute. Last night we did a men's event at Vertical Chapel. Mm -hmm. So we did KOZ also. It's the second Saturday of the month. Right. And so it was give back. We swapped. Usually it's deer hunting in November. But we swapped and did the give back so the boys could set everything up for the men coming. Oh, so that's we, a great idea. Yeah, so we built four targets uh, that are for hatchet throwing. And we got the 19-inch hatchets and bam! And they did a whole contest. They had uh, you know rounds like brackets just like the NCAA, you know, and brought oh it from gosh. 32 guys down to down to two. There were, they were... Uh, our our barbecue guy Roland that cooks for KOZ, mm-hmm. he uh, he started at three o'clock in the morning, and he threw on all those pig butts and just it was an incredible barbecue. Wow! Yeah, where else would you do something like that, <laughs> right? Would these boys get to experience stuff like right. that? Right, and there were people um, <laughs> that came and shot archery. We had archery, uh, we had axe throwing, and um, I think we had a casting contest that we had, and then we had something called. Log schlagen. Log schlagen. Yeah. I'm log schlagen. Okay. So basically you take like a three pound hammer, those anvil hammers, it's got a, a, a V on the back of it. Right. Looks like a little sledgehammer, right? With yeah. a V. And you have a big log and everybody stands around and you turn it around so that you have to hit the nail with the very sharp, I mean, the pointed V side. Right. The back side of the hammer. And you get one swing and that's it. So you just line it up and go tink. And the first person that that's able to put the nail all the way down is uh is the winner is the log slogger we this the matsu's log slogger master <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it's normally I think played... y'all made that up no you? no oh log slogging log slogging and uh and usually it's played where everybody throws five bucks in the middle yeah we didn't do that okay, at church. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you that don't was, want to do no, that with no, the boys. We didn't do that. So, were there veterans there? Is that yes, what brings the, you to that? Yes. Yeah. Thank you for bringing me okay, back. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> really and back they in. gave back. Um, they gave away prizes to people, and they're like, "Who is the oldest here?" You know, and one guy was seventy. Joe Don. Hey, he has to be the oldest, oh. right? <laughs> of course, our uh, pastor Joe Don Jody that yeah. uh, does a lot with the kids outdoor zone, and uh, there was a guy that was seventy-five years old. Wow. Right. And it was a veteran. And so what was really cool is uh, it talked about the veterans and the service. 
and they talked about how long have you been in and uh and it went from you know two years to three to 22 then this guy had served for 30 years wow and he stood up and the other guy was like well we were smart we got out early just kidding (laughs) (laughs) it was and i want to salute out to those veterans absolutely uh i came from a military family my grandfather served on both sides we've got ones that were killed in the war and mm. one that's at arlington and once i mean a uh, national cemetery uh for world war one and i just really appreciate the heart of a man or a woman that will put their life on the line it says in the bible there is no better friend than someone that will put their life on the line that's right and speaking of lives i mean there was somebody that impacted your life has left this earthly boundary yes we uh i would like to take a second to just dedicate this show to evans wheeler he was uh is my husband tj's oldest friend um and we just found out uh last night that he had passed away uh what Uh, covid complications mm. so uh we just want to you know remember him in this you know dedicate this show to him what's his name again evans wheeler how did yeah, y'all meet him, by the way? Uh, TJ's used to run with him, you know, just through those times, you know, and you know how people are that run with TJ, yeah. right? <laughs> but <laughs> but he's a you. great man, great man, and he'll be he'll be greatly missed. And he was at your wedding, huh? He, he was in our wedding, yeah. He was one of the, the best men, not the best man, but the groomsman. That's what you. And call you have him, it at River Place, right? I mean, River you just Place? had your anniversary, yes, didn't you? Yes, we did. Twenty nine years. I saw you. You had the fair Fawcett hair, yeah. and TJ had mm-hmm. had his cowboy hat on. With you know, I just little... decided to keep it because it comes back. You know, every like ten years or something. <laughs> it's kind of like leaving the lights up for Christmas around the house. <laughs> right. You just, hey, Christmas is coming in another year. We'll just leave all that That's stuff right. out there. That's right. But think, talking about Christmas and mm-hmm. what people would want for Christmas. And uh, if you want to get your favorite veteran something. Oh, yes. You need to head over to McBride's Guns, also a.k.a. the Man Spa. That's what I call it anyways. With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it is imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. They are an Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, a shotgun, personal carry, or special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, or modify your firearms. Looking for a personal carry or referral for a class? One place, McBride's. You will find McBride's in the same place they have been for years, on the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call at 512-472-3532 or visit them online at mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. And no, thank you, Sandra. No better place to go. And I know that they honor their veterans also. Absolutely. Joe's a great guy. He gives, they've got a foundation that gives out money to nonprofits every year. Man, what an incredible place. If you're going to spend your money, spend it with McBride's. Coming up next, we are going to uh, try to find John Michael. We're going to send a flare or maybe uh, drag the river or something. Uh, that sounds terrible. I'm sorry. But what, we, uh, what we're going to talk about now, next, coming up, we're going to do fishing reports, fishing news and updates. Even though Cody and TJ are not here, we're going to talk about red snapper fishing.
and why it's closing on the 15th, so you got to hurry. All right, you can listen to us 24-7, 365 on the OutdoorZone.com. Forest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in, in my, my dear line. Oh, well, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show. Right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live on Sundays from 7 to 9 or 365, 724. You like how I did that? On the OutdoorZone.com. And there's no better place to go. If you got to go somewhere, where would we go? Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Start your next adventure with an award-winning line of Jeeps, starting with 0% financing for up to 72 months on select new Jeeps. Started at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. When you think Jeep, think Nile Maxwell Supercenter. No one stocks more, sells more, and saves you more on Jeeps anywhere in Central Texas. And they've got truckloads of new Jeeps here. With more on the way, so if you want a new Jeep, if you're looking for one, if you're in the market, we've got it during Nile Maxwell's Jeep Adventure Days. Your adventure starts now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter or online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Thank you, John Michael. I've heard you had a nickname now or something, Skunk or... Skunk what, Dog. What, what is that new. all about? That has been since I was the youngest possible. What well, all came from, I think I was like 12 and Pop said, hey, you need to get yourself an email. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay. Just be able to do business and whatnot. That's right, I'm 12, yeah. And, get started early like he did, yeah. And of all of the email names, it was Skunk Dog at Yahoo. Oh, I need mm. young. Yeah, that's what you do, right? That's where we started. And it sticks with you for the rest of your life. That's it's never when, gone away. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to talk, we're going to talk about fishing. Cody and TJ are out fishing real a real tournament are we going to say with two e's or yeah uh, with a no e, pun no, intended r-e-e-l <laughs> and i hear that uh tj is smacking him off the back of the boat what's going to happen there can cody take that jm oh come on i hope he can <laughs> I, i'll tell you what it's fishing with cody is one of those things where he's either in the zone and not a word is said, or it's one of those things where you catch too many or you catch the biggest fish, and the the talking starts to get a little heated. Well, so, that, that's but why that's he, good. That's why he's a pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not he's bad. Good. He's good at it. Yeah. yeah. But I think he has, uh, he's reached that level where he's just like, win, baby, win. Oh, you yeah. Know, just bring in the pounds. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. We need to... We need to represent KOZ and Keystone Bank and uh, keep that keep that all rolling, keep his dream alive. So what we're going to talk about is uh, red snapper fishing closes in uh, in state waters on November fifteenth. That's tomorrow. So Austin, Texas, the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department will close the red snapper fishing in state waters on November fifteenth. In January two thousand twenty two. 
the Texas Parks and Wildlife will reopen red snapper fishing in state waters while federal will remain closed until the summer. Isn't that interesting? Why did is that normal? Uh, well, it says back in 2019, Texas uh, anglers took advantage of an unusually calm offshore condition in June and caught red snappers at a higher rate than the year before. So uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife, in fact, closed the federal season earlier than originally had been predicted, predicted, but then allowed state waters to, to remain open. So, you know, people have to tell the poundage, you know, mm-hmm. that comes in, and then they're trying to regulate that uh, in order to keep the population, like we talk about conservation, is about, you know, right-sizing. Right. And we're also going to talk a little bit about what the problem with that is when everybody tries to follow the rules and then there's others that do not follow the rules. But those will come. But I wanted to ask you, I heard you nod or saw you nod that you've been on a red snapper trip before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain Sally Moffitt down there oh, yeah. um, the in, on the coast, I believe it's Port Aransas. She was actually the first person I ever went fishing, redfish fishing with. And uh, I caught my first bull red, and that was probably the best fight that I've ever had with the fish. Longest fight I've ever had with the fish. And mm-hmm. end of the day, it was the most fantastic experience i love redfish and it's probably the most delicious experience oh absolutely too, right? those little fillets man they'll do something to so you. did mom and dad did they drop I you saying, off dude the i boat? missed this trip I don't yeah know. well I that was one. it was during one of the uh kids outdoor zone trips back mm-hmm. in the day when oh, we used to man. go down to the coast during the summer so i got on the right boat at the right time so i was one of the lucky ones that got to go how out old there. were you man i was probably 13 something like that 13 maybe 14 yeah. But man, that was that was a trip. I still have the bobber that we used. I don't know why we were using bobbers. I don't even know what we were doing there. But I just remember we were on uh, the shallows on the flats, and we we're out there on a flat bottom boat, and mm. you could just see the schooling, the school just coming around. Through, huh? Yeah, and man, we just I tossed it out there just at the right time and caught that fish, and it was fantastic. Have you ever gone out farther, like to the oil wells, you know, those platforms, and done fishing out there? I have a few times. I get a little seasick sometimes every okay. once in a while. I don't like the boat rocking too much. Yeah. But, man, I've been out there. My good buddy Gage, um, he has a big old boat, and he fishes all the big saltwater tournaments every summer. He's gone for about six months out of the year fishing. Wow. And, man, he tells me crazy stories. So hopefully this year I'll be getting out there with him. We'll see how that Just goes. Just drop a Dramamine and then... Uh, and, Pass out. And no, <laughs> no, and then Basically. the guy told me down at the Dominican Republic we went for mahi-mahi fishing. I mean, seas were probably four foot tall, you know, just uh, whoosh, arf. whoosh, whoosh. And he's like, senor, you have to be looking at the, the coastline, yeah. not the waves. Yeah. Oh, like look and at the so horizon. You got to like stare at a thousand yard stare off into somewhere... Because if you watch those waves go up and down, up oh, yeah. and down. Uh-uh. I can even feel it right now uh-uh. in my stomach. Oh, I'm no going, way. <laughs> I've always wanted to do fishing like that, but I would I would be so sick. Yeah. Uh, TJ's friend that he used to go every year with fishing, John A., uh, he'd get so seasick, but he'd still go. And he'd jump in. I remember TJ telling me he'd jump in the water and swim around a little bit. 
after he threw up and then he'd get back on the boat <laughs> and then he just would do that all day long i'm like that hey, just sounds horrible will you go out and chum the water a little <laughs> bit that we need? <laughs> right. oh man that's pretty bad but that's uh, dedication if yes. you do that so uh the results from the uh heart research institute the great red snapper count estimate the estimate there are 22 million I said million red snappers in the state and federal waters off Texas and 118 million. The problem is, is that we have on uh, we have these drug runners. Mm. There's a cartel that goes out and and sneaks over the uh, the fishing line for the international, you know, for the Texas waters. And they're grabbing redfish out from underneath of us. And so they have to regulate a little bit uh, at the state of Texas where they have to kind of guess, man, these guys are taking an incredible amount. They just start. So they start dragging with uh, with nets instead of catching. And so they're just pulling it in so they can just Mm -hmm. go down to South America and, and sell it. And, and so, what do you do with those guys? You don't tell them no, right? I don't know. <laughs> that's our, that's the problem, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be uh, taken care of somehow. But um, you know, if you want to go somewhere where they have fresh fish and they have a big deal and a wonderful place to go, and you know it's all legit, right? Right. When you go get a redfish there. It's not a cartel redfish. (laughs) Well, I think what you're talking about, Don, is Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastline cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio with live music on select nights. They're open for lunch and dinner every day. And a killer brunch, I can attest to that, on Saturdays and Sundays. Owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to enjoy to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go get you some. <laughs> I like it how you said that. Go get you some. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do, we're going to come back and we're going to do News of the Weird. Stunk, st- skunk Dog. You like News of the Weird, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're going to talk about this woman finds food in grandparents' freezer dating back to 1972. What would you do with it? More when we come back. 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Thank you, Uncle Ted. We're also in the house. Sandra and Skunk Dog, Jan Michael, along with me, Beefsteak. I didn't introduce everybody. I kind of did, but let's do it again. So, uh, Sandra Graney yes. is in the house. Wife do you have CJ. Why, is that your nickname? Uh, do you have a nickname? Coco. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Coco Butter. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Snoop Dogg. Not Snoop no, Dogg. No, no, we don't want to. Snoop Dogg. Hey, we're all over the place. Skunk Dog. Oh, and then, of Snoop course, 
I'm Beefsteak, and we got Road Rash in there twisting uh, all the wires up, and he kind of keeps us in line, doesn't he? He's he kind of gives us that look, and he's got a cool headband on. Well, he's always at he's always rocking something new like that. I'm just glad he has pants on today because usually <laughs> that's a problem. And Damn. I'm also eating a true rhino taco. Thank you for bringing that from Bucky's. You're welcome. I don't, I don't know, know what, what it is. What is a rhino? Like, What's yep. a rhino taco? I don't know. Well, it should have the ingredients. I am going to find it out. It sounded interesting. So Yes, it does sound interesting. What else sounds interesting is... It's football time in Texas. That's what you get the game should be. A new Honda from your sexual Texas Honda dealers. Honda is a brand that's well known for its dependability, but every Honda is so much more sporty, versatile, and ready for anything. The Civic and Accord boasts the style and sophistication that was born to turn heads. With over one million Hondas on the road equipped with Honda Sensing, your Honda is not only protecting the lives of the people in the car, but the lives of your loved ones, too. Envious, don't be... Your new Honda is waiting for you right now at any one of your Central Texas Honda dealers. Any four of them. Check them out at First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos, or check them out online at Honda.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. Man, that was good. Thank you, JM. We appreciate that. Now, it's news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So this, a woman was horrified to find food dating back to the 1970s when she cleaned out her grandfather's or her grandparents' freezer, but then defrosted it. Hmm... We've all kept things well beyond their sell date, but the items Nelly discovered probably will take the biscuit with the oldest tub nearly half a century year old and the youngest over legal drinking age. The woman shared a clip on her TikTok account as uh, she pulled various plastic containers out of the freezer and captioned, Grandparents' freezer discovery. The video was uploaded on Sunday. It shows her filming the vintage packages, including... Cool Whip, High B, Cottage Cheese, and Bees Spread Soft Margarine. Man, most of the tubs had masking tape on them with the food and date printed on them. Well, that was nice of them to do. <laughs> do you all do that? Yes. You put the date mm-hmm. on there yep. so that you don't have to, does it say night? If it's pre-2000, do you think you'd get rid of it? I mean, I just write a day, not a date. What was really what was really cool is the clip amassed more than three million views as Nelly shared a follow up a day later, which she dubbed the grand opening after defrosting the vintage food. Oh my gosh! She opens each packing, starting with the fruit, saying, "Here's the blueberries from 1983." Man, I wonder if they ate them. I hope not. <laughs> Gross. The ham broth. For seasoning, oh my gosh, she says, filming a gelatinous blob as as she almost retches. So, last but not least, we have egg yolks from 1998. Who does that? Do you freeze egg, lo- no, egg no. yolks? Mm-mm. The clip ends with uh, when she uploaded three parts just focusing on the yolks and captioned the video, 13-year-old eggs, uh, among with a vomiting emoji. So... 
What's the oldest thing you found in your freezer? Oh, man. I guess it would have to be probably sausage or something like that, you know. With a date on it? No, I don't know. I mean, in my mother's freezer. Okay, yeah, but this is a grandparent, so let's talk about your mom. Yeah, I think that's something that we should do for our older folks all the time because, oh, good God, there's stuff in there that, you know, before my mom passed and when we moved her from Ohio to Texas, we were shocked. Did you clean out the yeah, freezer? Uh, yes, it was. You're like, yes, this is my born-on date. This is when I was born. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, it's really not so much their inside freezer. It's like if you have an outside freezer, a deep freeze. That's... Now, wait a minute. Who has an inside freezer well, no, and an outside no, freezer? No, your freezer and your refrigerator. You know, on the front porch of that motor, oh, mobile Lord. home, you know, you got that, that <laughs> double wide. You got to have a freezer out there. But like the old, you know, uh, freezers that you would open up from the yeah. top, you know, like uh-huh. your grandparents had. Uh, yeah, that would scary. Very. Like they were like waiting the, for an apocalypse or something. Yeah, I got rid of all of those. Uh, I, I go with vertical freezers now. Yeah. I have one. That is for venison and one that's for hogs. Because oh. Carmen would go in and say, I want to get the venison, but didn't want to dig through everything. Right. So I thought, well, I'm just going to make, I'm going to get one for each. And you can, you can pick up some freezers that are vintage. And a guy at, at the appliance store told me, I went got a part for it. He goes, man, if you can get one of those like in the 70s, it'll run forever. Yeah. They had the good stuff back then with the Freon right? and uh, had the big motors, and they're just like, you just don't worry about it. And it's kind of a memory. I remember going to my uh, aunt and uncle's house in uh, Kentucky, and it was always a big deal when they would let us come out, and that's where they kept all their ice cream. And so it was like the big treat to open the top-loading you know, plus they had one of those old Coke machines where the bottles would stick yeah. in there and you could yank them out of there. And Did they uh, make you pay? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, John Michael, do you remember ever putting anything in the freezer or finding a deer head or a skull or don't you freeze stuff? Uh, well, yeah, I've used the freezer once or twice. No, I, uh, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> what times. I meant was like when you shoot something, you know? Oh, yeah. Have you ever like thrown it in the freezer like I did with that cat? A yeah, squirrel. With my dead cat? Mm-hmm. Mm. Squirrel. Well, you know, I guess it kind of depends on the situation. I mean, I obviously put a lot of like the deer meat and stuff that I shoot in there, but it all come. I mean, for me... I'm a smell person. If I smell something rank, it's it's gone. I have to clean out everything in my freezer because I feel like it seeps into everything. Oh, so, yeah. And so everything I have in my freezer is vacuum sealed, triple bagged, organized. Wow. I cannot deal with that. So You're more like your dad than I thought. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, got those stinky things touching each other and all that, you know? I've, so, now I've found a dead squirrel in our freezer before. Oh, so TJ just got Not kinda, wrapped He or just anything. throws it right on top, yeah, and I it's do. just got that face where all fours are up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You know, one time in the 90s, we're going in the Wayback Machine, uh, this guy came by our house in South Austin, and he had a freezer on the back of his truck. And he was selling meat out of it. Have you ever bought meat out of the back of a truck? I have. That sounds and a little still, awesome. A little sketchy? Does it sound <laughs> a little sketchy? Uh, but, yeah, when we thawed them out, yeah, that smell test was like, why is it kind of blue, green? And oh, no, You no. know how either freezer burnt or 
what happened is I think it all thawed out and then they redid it again and they just froze it and sold it. Yeah, you don't ever eat meat like so that. So don't buy a steak that is supposed to be prime USDA off the back of a red pickup truck in a unplugged freezer. <laughs> That's my tip for the day. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> thinking of uh, tips of the day to go do something, what would you do, Sandra? I'd. It's going to be a beautiful day. I'd head out and uh, just take a nice ride in the country. Uh, but if you're having car problems, you need to go to Sun Automotive. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic that you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. So head on over to sunautoservice.com um, off of Slaughter Lane, Medical Parkway, Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at, at Ranch Road 620. Sun Automotive. And that's where TJ goes and gets his stuff I, done. I go I there, wish too. He, yeah. I wish he would have done that before we went to Mexico. Yeah, right. So we could have used that. Hey, coming up next, we're going to talk about Game Warden Field Notes. And also, we won the bet, the over-under bet, that we could make it through four segments and make it to 8 o'clock. We won! Woo-hoo! We didn't melt yeah. down. We didn't pull each other's hair. And uh, Wait, who was this bet with? Oh, you know, TJ and Cody, oh, of course, Lord. right? Okay. You know, So we get the pot. I don't know how much money it was, but... Uh, but we won. So, coming back, I told you that we're going to do the Game Warden Field Notes. Also, at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about some, it's going to be dealer's choice. There's going to be five different things that we can talk about, and I'm going to bring them out to you, and we'll debate the pros and cons. It'll be really cool. If you, uh, if you want to catch us during the week, all you got to do is go to theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Just won the bet today. We didn't screw up and shut down the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't sound like ZZ Top, do I? Hey, we're going to talk. I'll tell you what is good, though, is farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm and ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on. Right, Sandra? That's right. Yeah, from handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, I can't wait till y'all get one of those out there. We're proud, they are proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. The quality guarantees that are their product has met superior standards of safety and reliability, which means you can be confident that you're getting the very best for both your animals and your farm and your ranch, including the you know, the boar buster hog trap system consistently demonstrates an ability to capture 88% of the identifiable hog population in a given area. Man, that's pretty good. I like to do that. And 49% of conventional trapping 
Uh, it's 49% better than the conventional trapping methods. This is due to uh, the suspended design and the ability for it to uh, drop on top. So uh, this is where everybody goes. Get You know, where the landowner goes to get their work done. So check them out on the website at farmranchstore.com. All right, we're coming up with Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. That that sounded a little familiar, didn't it, Jim? Oh yeah, didn't I was somebody... just thinking that. <laughs> You're like, who is that sexy young man talking <laughs> and introducing this? So the Gabe Wardens expand ways to serve with new canine dive, search and rescue, and other teams. We thought we'd go a little bit different uh, direction. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's Game Warden field notes where. Palooza man was caught in the act on a canoe, blah, blah, you know, and we're going to just honor them because we're honoring veterans. Right. We're honoring uh, your uh, your friend, Evans, Evans. you know, and uh, we want to just honor people today. And one of them is going to be the uh, game wardens. And so worthy to be honored for worthy sure. to be honored. So so let me set the picture. Uh, its blades are slicing the clear blue autumn skies that allowed devastating that that followed the devastating flooding in central Texas the night before. The Department of Public Safety helicopter hovered over an Austin neighborhood at first and helped a couple of children descend from the dangling baskets that they had carried them to safety. The youngsters had been trapped with their parents atop their roofs when in Onion Creek when Onion Creek turned into a raging river. Do you remember that? I do. That was terrible. I had a friend that lived there, and they ended up de- uh, demoing their house and buying their property, and they that had to like, move. like uh, 15 years ago? I don't think it was that long ago. No? So the river ran for more than a, it it uh, more than a foot of overnight rain set a widespread widespread flooding in uh, Travis, Codwell, Hayes, Comal counties. Although safe, they were scared and crying. Then they spotted the game warden Christy Val's dog Ruger. Hey, what a great what a great name! Mm-hmm. Love it. What's your dog's name? John Michael. Rudy was Rudy. my old yeah. dog's name. Did you get a new one? You got Peter. Sir, Sir Pete? Sir Peter. Sir we Peter. We call him <laughs> Little oh, Peter. Oh, Little no. Is that, did <laughs> something Peter. happen? Did something happen you need to talk about? Well, anyways, they uh, they spotted the kids were crying and upset, and they spotted their the uh, game warden's dog, Ruger, a Labrador retriever. Their tears dried quickly. The kids bolted towards the dog to pet it. The recent harrowing experience, at least temporarily forgotten. Other children displaced by the flood join in, and everybody's happy. And man, if dogs, you when you come home, does Sir Petey think you're the best in the whole world? Oh yeah, he has a talking problem, so he just barks at everything and anything you do. A you touch him, you problem. get near him. Yes. You do anything, and he just the whole time. So wow, it's exciting. You know, if you got a headache or if you're a little tired, it's not 
ideal to walk into. <laughs> but but he's looking at you. I mean, they probably are looking at you like, oh, I'm so glad you're home. Oh, absolutely. Try having a cat. They never have rescue cats, do they? No. 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 Cat's like, hey. What are you doing here? Don't touch me. Feed me. <laughs> Feed me now. Or I'm going to go and claw And get out something. of my face then. <laughs> exactly. So uh, basically the uh, search and rescue team that the game wardens have, it's a specialized unit of 25 specially trained, equipped game wardens for response to natural and man-made disaster, swift water rescue, and search and rescue operations. Uh, team members receive 25 hours of training in swift water 16 hours of water rescue uh, instructor training, 16 hours of land navigation, which is important, 16 hours of rescue boat operation, 32 hours of officer water survival training, six hours of instructions on how to escape from a helicopter when it has fallen into the water. Mm. Man, have you ever, uh, a friend of ours um, did the swift water training, and we were down at the coast, and uh and it's right where these waters are going into the bay, into the Galveston Bay, where they're going out simultaneously as it's coming in. So one side of it is pushing out, and the other side is pushing into the bay. Mm-hmm. And, man, does that create turbulence like you would not believe. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, we just want to honor them because we got uh, the canine team does forensic re- reconstruction for mapping and finding out they do 3D videos and for creating accidents, boating accidents. The K9 team, we already talked about them. Underwater search and rescue team, you know, they don wetsuits and they go after the stuff that went over and uh, including victims. Maritime Tactical Operations Group. So there's a tactical group that goes out. There's even a marine theft unit consisting of 10 game wardens. This team specializes in investing boat thieves across the state since its formation it has seized 61 vessels valued at four hundred and forty three thousand dollars 148 fraud cases and collected over fifty thousand in owed taxes there's even a scout team and this unit is 25 game wardens it's designed to serve for what the military calls a force multiplier how'd you like to be on that team jones says the teamwork concept extends beyond Texas Parks and Wild game wardens frequently work with other state offices, particularly the DPS, as well as city, county, and federal species. Tell you what, if you want a goal to shoot for, young men, young ladies, talk about being a game warden. Man, they're amazing. I remember watching them in uh, action out at Decker Lake when they were doing the, some of that under uh, underwater search and recovery dive team that they were doing their training. It was, it's just amazing. To watch these guys. You know what else is amazing is the uh, is the Nile Maxwell GMC. You get best-in-class features and saving on every new GMC in stock. Your new GMC is here. We have hundreds of incredible ve- vehicles. And we, we, well, there's professional grade. That's just what you need to know. Nile Maxwell GMC exit 256 in Round Rock. Online at nilemaxwellgmc.com. We are professional grade we did it we made it through the first hour when we come back we're gonna have dealers choice we're gonna have all the cool stuff PETA report uh armed citizen report so go fill up that big jug of of cocoa or of your uh, java whatever you want to put in your glass come back at uh eight o'clock and listen to the rest of it the outdoorzone.com